But we still want to talk about the, the, the football itself. Sounds like audio crisp. Canadians and an Englishman talk about English soccer. Today I'm blessed with the presence of Mr. David Convery and Mr. Luke Connolly. Fellas, how you doing today? It is... I mean, a, we're good. <laughs> it is we a, are good. It is a difficult day. I'm, I'm actually... How I'm, are you, Brian? I'm not great. No, uh, no let's, I'm, let's talk about it. Let's I'm, just have a quick... Let's not talk about it right now, but we seconds. will talk we'll, about we'll, it. Well, we'll get into the we'll get into the details as to why I'm not great. I'm, I'm realistic, with, and I also am in a very specific situation that does affect this podcast, so... Uh, uh, it, it is crowdfunding. Uh, we are, yeah, we are, we are now in a scenario in in the world where things are difficult. But we are going to get to that. But we're we going to start with football because we do this podcast for football, and we do want people to enjoy we love it, yeah. enjoy football still, despite it's <laughs> the fact that it's likely going to end. Canada needs more morning. football, guys. So, it needs but, more football. But we're going to give you a little bit of juice yeah. before you go into hiding. Of so course. let's yeah. start with uh, let's start with winners and losers. Connie, uh, Connolly, you got uh, you got some some, yeah, some thoughts on that. Let's, let's, do let's this. start there. I I think there's been some uh, obviously we're we're trying to run out and, and walk uh, look away at what's going on, but there's been some great great football. Um, and I, I think we need to talk some, but there's also been some very, very disappointing results. Terrible football. Terrible. So, you know, let's start with losers, because I think there's probably more losers than winners, and I, I can't hide from it anymore. I think we have to address it, because I know you two are going to really rip me apart if we don't, so let's go straight I'm to it. I'm not really. Uh, Brian would. I wouldn't. Uh, Brian, I just, it's I, a definite I, Brian. I kind of feel Why bad. am I going to rip you apart? You, about how bad Villa have been doing. Yeah, let's, let's talk oh, about Oh, I mean, that. I got nothing to say. I mean, Spurs are fucking terrible. So. That's true. Well, wow, that's very nice, then. <laughs> Yeah, we're I mean, okay. Hey, we're like in the, like we're not in relegation, but we may as well be. Yeah. No, well, no, I, no, I don't no, know. Relegation from <laughs> relegation from the top four. Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. Two different my, wow, my heart bleeds for you. Know, yeah, you it should. Complete wanker. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> okay, fair. that's Villa. totally fair. Four 0 loss to Leicester. We Ouch. needed a result. Uh, boys, did you see the game? Yeah, I, I, I was, I was like, this is where they need to show up, and you yeah. factor in the whole cup game and all that. Mi- mi- massively missed opportunity, I, and and let's be fair to Leicester, I do think Leicester showed up here. They did, but I saw uh, but, some good things from Villa in in the cup game against City, and I was like, you know what? Sure, they didn't win the game, but maybe this is a catalyst to tell them that they can play with these guys faith. and they can yeah. kick on. I, if I was a Villa fan watching that cup game, I was proud of the performance. Very much so. Oh, we all we all were. Like, yeah, it was it was a fantastic, and I'm yes. glad you picked up on that because it, it was, and you know, it's little performances we've had them throughout the season that have given us that little yeah. bit of resurgence. Where of hope, we're like, yeah. you know what, we have quality, and then we turn up and we just shit the bed, and it all started, you know, and and I said this. I said this from day one. Yeah. We can't forget what kind of a goalkeeper Pepe was even years ago at Liverpool. He did this. He would just go wandering. He'd be world-class for 65 and then minutes. And then, and then disappear. he'd be like, you yeah. know what, I'm going to do something really dumb. And he did it. And he forgot that he was a 38-year-old goalkeeper with no legs. And he yeah. got out and he got lost to 1-0 down. Now, I, I need to ask you boys, we keep bringing it up. I don't want to make a big deal. But did you see the VAR decision against Minks for the second yeah. goal? Uh, I didn't. I did. It was... Without doubt, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it's the worst. I think I decision. saw a picture of it though, and it compared to no, it's other other, it's other scenarios with if, if that is identified as a handball in the modern day, it was it his shoulder? Wasn't it? Mate, it couldn't have been any further up yeah. his arm. It, yeah. like, it literally. So, but I don't want to play into it. But no. like, has anyone been fucked more this year by VAR than Villa? Absolutely not. 
It's wild. Maybe uh, Arsenal say As that you know, I'm going to look at the data on that and determine whether it's no, actually true think, or not. I but think it'd be I do, accurate. I do, no, but I do think that uh, based on that, I uh, think I've looked at it a little bit. To I be think, specific, in goal-scoring situations. I think Villa have, have suffered the most. And I think yeah. I, I think there's other teams that have, have greatly um, benefited. Uh, benefited from it. But not to take away from the fact that, you know, it was still a very f- a poor Villa performance. And, it was, yeah. I mean, you know, 4-0 is, I mean... Well, I think the two was the catalyst. And after two, they just kind of ran away yeah. with it. Gilbert, Frederick Gilbert at right back is just... I've, I've never seen a man fall asleep so much. Like, a basic right back will charge head first. Like the kids do at school. They'll charge after the ball. And then he's completely out of position. And he did that for the whole 90 minutes. Yeah. So, um, you know, we get away from that. We go, okay, horrendous. Everyone's hurting. Now there's rumors floating around that Grealish might be potentially injured or might have something wrong with him. Oh, Mings yikes. obviously is still uh, lingering. But the big news that came out in the last couple of days, Danny Drinkwater is apparently about to have his loan uh, suspended and, and cancelled because apparently he headbutted Jota in training. Wild. Could this guy get any worse? Could Villa get any worse? Like, from a from a non-Villa perspective, talk about a fall from grace from a player though who who won the Premier League with he a took with a money deal. He's trying to save. He his just career. seems like a total twat to me. It, it, listen, you yeah. headbutt you headbutt a teammate in training. You're a piece of shit on your bike. You yes, are on your bike. Get here, the fuck out. Let, let's get down to brass tacks here. Yeah. What percentage chance do you give Villa of staying up in the Premier League? If uh, asterisks, okay. All of our conversations about football yeah. are under the assumption that the season continues. We'll get to this later. That we're under the assumption the season will continue. What are the chances if that's the case? With us playing like that, and I, and I'm I I've tried to be positive. I've tried to be you know with Villa da 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 da. I'm sorry, it's it's not good enough unless we can see a big resurgence. I want a number percentage with, wise. Yeah, with. I'm, 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 I hate to say it, but I'm less than 30%. Jesus, that's And low. that's positive, and that's... that's yeah, it's realistic, though. It's probably to, in and around, where, like, 30, 35 is where it should be. I push up maybe be. to 40, 45. What, if, what do we got, 10 games left? Yeah, but we have McGinn back as of maybe oh. as early as this week. Yeah, but week. one player doesn't, one player doesn't change. He's been their he best did. player up him, until the point he got injured. I know, injured. but it doesn't change him the scenario. Greenish, him, you don't it come changes in, the midfield. It I know, does. but you don't... I'm not saying it doesn't change it. It does improve it, of course. Of course it improves it. But you don't get a player, one player back, and then all of a sudden the rest of the team necessarily plays better. I'm Is not that saying, not what Leicester did with Let me finish. No, no, Brian. When he was there before he got injured, they, their record was significantly I know. better. I know. Let me finish. I'm just saying it, it's not. It, it it should based on what he had done previously, and I would agree that. His level and his quality is there, but he's coming up back from an injury yeah. into a team that is struggling already. So he doesn't just come back and then all of a sudden magic happens. But he sure. could. So, but it, you're right; it could go a couple of different ways. We have it, to be fair here. That's that's yeah. my point. I'm not suggesting that he won't improve Villa and he won't make Villa's results but how arguably much? better. But, but is how it much? enough yeah. to get you guys? To and stay it's a fair and that's question. My, that's my only yeah. point. Absolutely, and I think it's a fair point. I think what Villa's saving grace could be is that a lot of the teams around that position have got. Some of them have got fairly difficult run-ins. If we can pick up, you guys do have a better run-in than everybody. We we do. It's and just you have to do something. With we it. have to start performing immediately. And that's it. So yeah. you know, I I think that wraps it up quite nicely. So let's let's move on um, to let's go to Liverpool before we do Spurs. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, Klopp obviously coming out not not really doing himself the justice that that Jurgen. Are we talking himself. league or just generally here? I think just generally. Just generally. Okay. I figured it as much. Do you know what? You know, he, he made a joke about it, but I bet he's really regretting that joke from that little 10-year-old boy now, that Man United fan. 
If he could take it back, he'd be like, fuck you. What's your, uh, remind me, because I he wrote re- him a letter. He wrote he him said, a letter. He said, could you please saying, start losing, because this is killing me. Oh, right. And That's he has cool. done, isn't he? And he wrote Since him back. He wrote that letter. Four, four, uh, four out, out of six. six. Uh, four out of six. Out of yeah. six. Yeah. Since that letter. Hey, God love that little boy. You're <laughs> a beautiful you know, there is young no, there man. Is no God. There is no God, but nicely done. I'll tell you what. Whoever, whatever there is, I just love him in general. He's a great, great young man. It's an interesting situation, and I I don't think it's that, like, unexpected considering how the level that they played at for the period of time that they played at that level, especially you take last season into account as well. They played at this, the highest level they scored, what is it? 98 points to cities, 99 to cities, a hundred last season. It's crazy. And then now they've done it again for like, they're eventually going to wear out. Okay, what did I say on our last I pod? I think they've worn it. I said, you cannot go at that pace, yeah. at this level, you did. without hitting a massive roadblock yeah. of fatigue and, the, and, and, that, and burnout. And that's where they are. You can't ask, and, and I'm talking about at any level in Europe. Of course. Any, any I, level in anything. Exactly. Like anything. But I'm sorry, and it's sure. no offense to La Liga. It's no offense to the Bundesliga. It's just another level. The, the Premier League week in, week out, is significantly more demanding on your body than sure. any other league in the world. But do and you this is—it's not even about the season. They've got it wrapped up. And again, we put the asterisks yeah. on. Should the season continue? Still a phenomenal season. What I'm talking about is next season. I think they hit a wall. I just don't. I, I, now, now I would agree because it's not sustainable. Yeah, I would. I would have. Thought, I would have disagreed earlier in the season, but I think your point is 100 percent true. Now, I think that if you look at just sort of the progression or lack thereof of progression, they have gone from a team that were basically unbeatable in every scenario. They would get every luck of the draw, every call that need was needed. That just kept going, kept going. Just yeah. like it's always going to be that way, and then. Boom! Something changed. Something recently, and once that gets into the mentality of psychological, the, club, the players and the way they manage the way what happens changes disbelief, completely. And I think it starts to sink for in for sure. And I and I, I don't think it's complete one hundred percent disbelief because I do. I think they recognize that they're they're still arguably the best team in Europe, but they're not as confident in playing the way they yeah. were playing previously. So, but do you think this is something that's now going to stay in in the Liverpool team now? For, let's say yes. the season continues because there is an argument I think that needs to be given that Liverpool in this game against Atletico were the better team. They were more progressive. They were more. Dominant. I would stand by that argument. And and so yeah. Is is this just maybe a little blimp in form, and then they're going to recover, or is this? Uh, I think it could be a... both. So just quickly, Connie, before you. Uh, yeah, no, no. I want I want to hear what you have so to I was, say. So I'm just going to say I think it was a it's a tactical situation where uh, Klopp got found out by a, a, a manager who knew a phenomenal manager, despite it being not the best look, looking way to to manage a team that plays the way Liverpool play. He was like, "I'm going to counterattack you. Don't fuck up." Yeah. And when they fucked up. He boom nailed it, and and then and then had the players to do it. And in and fairness, so, is that how not most clubs have set up against course, Liverpool because of the whole rock and roll clock? It, it's and what you, know you what? do. That's how you beat them. It's what you do. So you know what? Hats off, Atletico. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hats 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 off to 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 the, that entire club. Absolutely. What they did in that scenario for me is, and for him to w- w- whinge about it, <laughs> made me laugh even more. I was like, you're just pissed off because a team who's not nearly as good as you at. Football, if you're gonna say Still like a it's only very incredible football team. They're a good man. team. They got good players, but it it like the way Simeone has them playing is a very specific style, and it is counterattacking. It is counterintuitive to 
what we would all love about quality so, football. So uh, just to take you back to that point then, so Liverpool legend Michael Owen actually tweeted not long after the game saying, and his exact words were, please spare me all those inevitable Simeone masterclass nonsense. There's nothing genius about putting 11 top class players behind the ball. Liverpool absolutely pumped them throughout. Is this just not more bitterness? This, it is. This it is. is. Just it's absolutely it? bitter because you know what? Liverpool he didn't put us. them all behind the ball no, because didn't. they scored more goals than the other team. Absolutely. You don't score more goals than the other team behind the ball. People you hate counter- Michael Owen, but I think I like him because he di- he's very direct. Yeah, but he's, he he's full of shit in this scenario. You counterattack a, a team that comes at you with aplomb, which is what they did. They just attack, attack, attack. And then you know when that team attacks that much that behind them there's a ton of space. And if you can, if you can make them or force them an error, you have an opportunity to score a goal. That's still football. Despite not did either it, you watch Despite the game? not watching it. Did you watch the game? I watched a bit of it. I, didn't, I wasn't able because I, I was working. You, but. There was a midfield masterclass by Thomas Partey on Athletic oh, there, there was. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. I, I, I watched some of what he did. It was fantastic. I'm screaming out for him, man. He is, un- I, like, honestly, whoever wants Paul Pogba, you can have him. On your yeah. bike. Get uh, a bit we'll, of money for him. Oh, well, tradesies. Awesome. Okay, so let's wrap that up and let's move yep. on to uh, to our, our the one I've been most looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, of course, because no, you want because you want to feel the misery. Hey, and rain it in here, yeah. and I'm gonna call something out. I get a lot of feedback. <laughs> yeah. About when Brian gets going on about yeah, I'm, Spurs, I'm gonna, uh, get a drink. he goes fucking bananas, and everyone's like, "That guy's got to calm down." He does. And I was like, "Listen, two things. One, he's passionate about his team. He is, and you have to respect that, and you have to understand that. But for the love of God, Brian, let's do this." In a succinct manner, in a timely manner. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be like, to get a drink. What so the just... <laughs> fuck is going on? Yeah, it's a fucking shambles. And is it like honestly? I'm gonna, and, and, no, I'm gonna no, start here before you get going. No, no, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the reins. No, but no. But I want to say uh, something before, is, let, before okay, you ask this okay. question, and then ask the question. Okay. I have been in in our sort of WhatsApp chats and sort of like just in, I'm I'm well aware and I've admitted the situation we're in the 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 the, the, the sort of idea that. The d- d- deluded Spurs fan Brian is 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 it's not true. Oh, I, no, no. I'm not deluded. We're shit. No, no, you've been very. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm, you've been and very good. I've about been adamant that. about saying yeah. that because it's fucking true, yeah. and I have. I'm not gonna pretend otherwise. So go ahead. Ask so I question. only have one question. I think it's the question that, in my opinion, is sounds terrible to say, but I think everyone should be asking: Is it more than just injuries, or is it just injuries? It's. It's more than just injuries. It's it, there's a lot going on there. Uh, injuries is a massive, massive uh, sort of I don't know what the, like it's a it's a result of things. It's the main thing for me as what what I've discovered as a a fan who used to be I used to be a fan of Dave, uh, Daniel Levy, not a fan, but sort of like a supportive. Um, you know, he's the chairman of, of Spurs. I was like, I'm supportive of Daniel Levy and what he's done for the club. How does the stadium Levy get and, any blame in this situation? Well, because oh, well, he gets a ton of blame, and this is why. And this is my point. He okay. gets it. He gets a shit ton of blame because we've had one striker, one first team striker for three seasons, and he's we've relied on a really good manager under uh, Pochettino to take some of the other players and get them to play in positions that they're uncomfortable with and play as a striker, despite them not being. Their, their best position. That's probably and not a fair statement, we've though, got, because what happens we've gotten is away you know with the statistics it. of when he's injured and when Son is healthy. Yeah. You know the statistics. I do know them. But so you do, if we're being very fair, have two borderline, well, you know, the whole thing with Son. Board, well, you have two world-class strikers. Okay. They're so, just both injured. So two is still is still small. You, you know what? That, and that's <laughs> and actually that's, my a, point. that's a fair comment. You should have. Yeah. yeah. You so should have so we're, we're a Champions League team finishing in the top four 
on a regular basis, and we have two strike two strikers. If you're if you're gonna go there, yeah, we have two strikers, arguably one and a half. If we're gonna be honest about it, nah, well, son at striker, I he's not the same type of player that. But you're talking about arguably the best number nine for in sure. the world. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll accept. He's that. probably in the top five if you put we'll, son's probably in the five sure. if you put him in in the nine spot. Uh, well, he's yeah, incredible, that, man. But, he he's 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 been he's been very good for us in scenarios where we yeah, needed yeah. him to be hundred percent. The problem with Spurs, obviously, massive injury list. If it's probably, I don't know if you guys have looked at. It, I think I sent it in in a WhatsApp at one point. Spurs injury list is arguably probably the worst I've ever seen in 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 my history of looking. It's bad. At it. it is bad. It's it's awful. Uh, it, I it's, I feel, actually feel because I don't want to bring it, like United had some bad injuries, but I actually feel bad for Spurs fans because I'm like you almost throw up your hands. You're well, like, there's nothing well, you can what do. What the fuck can we do here? There isn't there's anything. Nothing can do. we can do. And everyone's like, oh, well, Mourinho injury. They're fucked by injuries. Yeah, and Mourinho's getting a shit ton of blame. I don't think he should get any. He should get a bit. And the, for what? Well, for his tactics. And so, and here's why I think that that's the this case. This is what I want to hear. And yeah. this is what I think this is the case. So Mourinho's tactics are, as you know, as a as a, a fan of a, of a club who had him as a manager at one point, he is very negative or seemingly negative or what we would call defensive. negative. Yeah, yeah, defensive as, as, as a manager. And he has a bunch of players in a Spurs side that are kind of like when it comes to defensively aging. You know, we've got a bunch of players who've been yeah. very good for periods of time, um, but you've got Eldevarald, you've got uh, Vertonghen, you've got... Uh, I mean, there's, there's there's a few players, the key players that are aging. And then you've got this team that is really, really... has been really, really good going forward. Like, destruct, destroying teams going forward. Like, just amazing. And then he's taking those players... Trying and those, to make them defensive. And pulling them back out of the thing that they're, they're really good at doing... And saying we have because we don't have anybody available, we as a team we have to we have to play in this pocket, this and space. And what did we tell defensive. you you were getting with Jose Mourinho? No, I knew it. He tries to convert uh, offensive loose players that are are yeah, they, they, they can defensive. only play at their peak when they're loose, creative, and feel that way. Yeah. If you try to put them outside of their comfort zone and you try to put them into a box that they don't like, so they do, like top level footballers at that. They just switch off, and For they sure. can't get loose, and they can't be dynamic. They, lo- they lose their ability to be dynamic, understand each other, and how to how to be yeah. progressive. Sixes and forward. sevens because sure. they they're not feeling the flow. So I don't want I don't want to spend too much time on yeah. it because it, well, you'll get ripped apart. Uh, yeah, everybody's gonna think I'm talking about Spurs too much, but this is a topic. Um, we. Josie Mourinho's tactics aren't working at all with the squad he's got. Now, having said that, I do think he came in half th- halfway through the season. He does deserve a, 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 a preseason and an offseason to determine what his tactics are and how that what he's got and how it's going to work. Now, if he comes out at the beginning of the season and he plays the way we're playing right now with the with the style we're playing right now, get the fuck out of my club. Like, seriously, that's not what I want to watch. I'm not interested at all. But if he comes out and he goes, hey, we've got everybody fit now, and it's the Mourinho of what he did when it was when he was at Porto, what he did was the first season with Chelsea. They're vi- those are, uh, even with uh, Real Madrid, very attacking sides. These are Real Madrid's uh, numbers when Mourinho was uh, manager were not defensive. He no. had the most shots on goal. But he had the squad. I know, and so that's what I'm saying. So, so if what he, are you missing then? So let, let's wrap, so, let's so what I think, what I think we're what miss, are you missing? Well, Good question. Well, we're missing all the players that are injured, which is obvious. But what, what the, the things that need to be fixed are, uh, there's a few players. Uh, so Lo Celso's been brilliant. 
Undebelly was he's our this record is where this, no this is where we're gonna finish. Undebelly's been crap. We're gonna finish uh, on Undebelly. Well, we don't have to finish on it. We okay. can just talk about. Well, it. no, okay. talk about this. But then I want you to go on and then and and Luke, I want your opinion as well. But okay, a lot of players are injured. Just, yeah, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Trying to finish my point. Sorry, so sorry. Undebelly has not been very good. He looks slow. He looks unfit. Uh, he doesn't seem to care. So there was a the game that we played against Burnley. Uh, he had zero sprints. In the first half, talk about the comments by Mario. Zero, I uh, know, and he was on point. And now I'm that's a good. center. I'm normally like, don't call it a player, but if you've got zero sprints as a defensive mid or as a midfielder, as a box to box, embarrassing, and you're not sprinting at all for an entire first it's half, kind of shitty, isn't it? Get the fuck out, I'd mate. Take you're Luke out there. You're not playing for the good knee. You're yeah. just not even. You One don't even. Knee. You're not even trying at that point. And yeah. so Mourinho was on point. I don't agree with calling players out. I think that's a bad that's way. It's his do old it. school mentality. It is, but but he was right. He's absolutely right. So uh, just to wrap it up from my perspective, Spurs currently are in shambles. Um, We'd be lucky for the season to get canceled. Uh, It's the worst possible scenario that could have happened, despite what seemingly looked like a a place where we're going to be like, hey, things are going to go well. It's not gone well at all. And uh, we're we're, we're out of every competition except for the Premier League. And we're currently, I think, eighth. So those are the losers. And if we go to the winners... And we're and Luke's going to take us into the winners. We've got a we got two two big winners really, and I think I know, uh, let's but, start. Before, but, but but Spurs, if the if if the games are being played this weekend, it's a big if. Spurs is Spurs are going to be playing one of those winners. But Luke, I'll pass that over to you, pal. All righty. So you just wanted to fucking talk about it. You of course crib. he does. Of course he does. Oh yeah. Before we move on, because United are one, good again. You're like, question. oh, wake, wake, wake. Oh, yeah. With the way he's playing, yeah, just a yes or no answer based on how Shoot. his performances are right now. Does Deli Ali go to the Euros if they are played? probably probably not? No, okay. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If, I think I, he gets selected on uh, previous performances for his country. I think England are big on that. Yeah, but, but, but also right now, also he Eng- looks treacherous. No, yeah, I does. wouldn't say treacherous, but I would also say that the rest of England squad also looks shit. Too, That's so. a fair comment as well. Yeah. I think every every player who plays in that position right now, who you'd be like, oh, that guy should play above Delhi, you'd be like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. We're going to move, move on from that because I know Paul is probably at home crying, hearing about England yeah. international well, he's, team. Well, we're not live, so he's no, not hearing it. But, but when he listens, to this, he's going to give Paul, a shit for Paul sure. Paul be like, take it easy, Paul. So let's talk about winners. Chelsea, we have to talk about a wonderful 4-0 victory against, let's be honest, a very uh, resurgent Ever- uh, yes. Everton with Ancelotti in charge. And of course, yes. as we discussed, one of the league's probably best firing strikers right now. But a 4-0 win, Billy Gilmore. Let's have a quick oh. chat. Roy Keane, a Good man of player. few words, generally very, very um, kind of very talkative on Billy, saying he was very, very impressed with this. We've last seen this a lot, though. Is it, you gentlemen watch the game, right? Yeah, I did. It's one. Did. It's one. <sighs> it's one game, and it's one. One. One performance. Good but it's not. He's he's had two or three now, and he's and like I don't for think for the first team. Yeah, he has. Yeah. This isn't his first. This isn't his first. But it, it's it's. I think it's his first. Did he play the full ninety in this game? I don't think he's uh, played for the first team in the Premier League. I think in the Premier League, it's his first. Which is a considerable. I think he played in the in the, the wave the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. He, played, he played the yeah, full nine. Those are those are considerably different. But they scenarios. asked Frank. I'm not saying you should take away from it. He does seem like they a great asked player. Frank, and Frank said he does seem like a great player. Frank said he's the real deal. Yeah, for and sure. And he looks the real deal. He does. He looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh, what a prize gem! I didn't know very. I knew very little to nothing about him. But you wouldn't. Yeah, you know, not right. coming player who's not at your not team. at my club. Jeff Tanganga. You're like, who the fuck is that? Guy? I still am not big on him. 
He's been good. He's Still been don't okay. even really know who he is, to be honest. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> defender on Spurs who you could beat one-on-one, no problem. Yeah. But if, go back, if to, you're the, like a look, go back to this game exactly. because I actually thought Chelsea were fantastic in this game. They were. The way they moved the ball, the way they played, uh, the setup, obviously, you know, a Tactically little bit Tactically speaking, he, he got it right. Like, Ancelotti looked, oops. Yeah. Like, no, I, I completely what, so what, got so what, it wrong. So what did Frank get right that Ancelotti got wrong? Let's talk about the rights here. Oh, I think the right was just from from a from a, an attacking perspective. I thought Chelsea's setup was very balanced. They had a lot of they had a lot of a, 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 a lot on the on the on the wing on the wings, and it just they just looked like they were really really comfortable going forward. And and Everton's defense, I think, is maybe the thing to look at more than Chelsea's offense. Not to take anything away from Chelsea's offense, because I thought it was very good, but I thought Everton's defense looked. No, you know what happened? For completely me? uncomfortable. You know like, what they didn't know me? what was going on. And this is this is I'm starting to really like and respect Frank Lampard. They overran them in midfield. They did. They, oh, huge. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And for it, sure. It, it honestly, and I know I, I bring this up a lot, and everyone kind of glosses over it. And I was like, oh, it's not a big deal. The work rate was. It, it was for it was me. Exceptional. It was men versus would, boys from a work rate standpoint. Mason Mount, Ross Barkley, and Billy Gilmore, and Billy Gilmore yeah. were bossing it. Yeah. Were. And they you have some guys at the other sure. end of it with like Pedro and Willian. But let me tell you, I saw. I thought Pedro and Willian were very good in this game. I, I saw, but they also were were very good because of the, the results first of the work time rate in a in while. The, I saw everyone. Buying in for Chelsea, and I was like, "This is Frank." I've seen that a bunch of times. But they no, played they, Spurs. They but they've in. been up and down, up and down for about the last two months. This is an up, and it's an up. It's but, no different. But I think, <laughs> and and again, and you're right, it is. Uh, but I think when that team is healthy, with a couple of purchases at him at the helm, and depending on how much how. It's, I don't know. I I, 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 I like. I think you're going a little too far. Right? I'm not. I, well, we, I, for we, me, we I like the have, setup. We already have Ziyech coming in, and now oh. obviously that's going to be huge. Nice but, winger. Know, let, let's, look at, let's look at the midfield. You know, because that's really what drove this forward. We've got Ross Barkley at 26. We've got Mason Mount at 21, and Billy Gilmore at 18. They got some great youth. And that's without sure. Kovacic. And uh, oh, I'm forgetting his name. You know, and and who are solid. Absolutely. Sometimes. Uh, it's it's yeah. fantastic and it, it's a great performance. Can Chelsea keep this up for the rest of the season? Is this That's is this question. something that they can because for, this is, for this 10 is more a... games probably. It, it I think it what it comes down to for me when I question uh, Lampard's tactics is that he changes things uh to suit every game and he often gets it wrong. When he gets it right, he gets it really right. And this is one of those cases. He got it really right in this game, and he fucking destroyed Everton, and it was really right. And then he'll play against another team, and he'll get it really wrong and lose. And you'll be like, what the fuck are you thinking in that scenario? It'll so I think because he's a young manager, he's still figuring those things out. And I, I, I think a couple of seasons from now, you'll start to it'll, – it'll be consistent. But um, I do think there's an inconsistency with, with what he does. Okay, but hold on a second. Let's look at the run-in, too. Villa, Leicester, City – West Ham, Watford, Crystal Palace, Sheffield. Sheff- all over the place. It's a difficult. It's an up and down, up just and like down. their season. Sheffield's I don't think. I don't think any Crystal of Palace not going to. I don't think easy. any of those are easy. And I, I don't th- think it's a great run. I, mean, I think if Villa he gets it right, weekend, the way he got it right this weekend with this club with against Everton, then yes. But again, it's inconsistent. He has these moments where it's like, holy shit, that was brilliant. Like against Spurs. Both games against Spurs, he was like just dominated Jose because he probably knows exactly what Jose was going to do. He's going to do. He's going to have those ups. He's going to get it really right. And he's going to get it really wrong. And so 
It balances I, itself I out. They've had they, some injuries probably, as well, though, which also they'll probably hurts still them. finish top four. I, th- I think there's I think one so. thing that we're not not addressing, and I think I'm hoping. I think this is something that now Frank has realised, and that is the role of Ross Barkley, because yeah. this is a very this is a player that you know. Remember, he has been at top teams. He has been coveted for a while, and and they've it's said a great player, England is, international. But he's always been, you know, because of the quality of the England midfield. You know, when he was younger, there was there was still the Gerrard. Is he good enough? He got some some weird injuries and weird moments. But now, as well, right? ninety minutes ruled the game. You know, let's not forget this guy in this game. He had two assists, and he really controlled that midfield. He did. He, yeah. he allowed the likes of uh, Gilmore, and he allowed the likes of Mount and stuff like that to, to move around freely. For sure. For he sure. was that mature midfielding holding English player that, that we've needed, that Chelsea've needed. So I think I think it actually, as good as Billy was, as good as Mason has, has been and, and continues to be, I think this was a Barkley solid performance. And I think if Chelsea can can build Certainly you know, a stand up. that strength at the back, mm-hmm. I actually, with that forward, the three of the forwards with Willian, Pedro and Giroud worked really well. And Tammy is, I don't know whether he was injured. I do, do want to give, uh, sorry to interrupt, but I do want to give Giroud a, a shout out. Here. Have to. Because, because despite despising the motherfucker he when he was given the opportunity his positivity he's come yeah. in yeah. and he's just been really really good at what he does yeah and frank's been pumping and him up it too. doesn't matter that he and doesn't I like that it doesn't matter that he scores goals and he will every now and again but he he does something for a team that it, i would have loved spurs to have had him when absolutely because he does what harry kane does for a team cracking but harry kane is more because he scores more but he he's more this, mobile. But he does the same type of thing. Yeah, he, he's, he's been brilliant. Since he's, he's able got a to shot. bring so many different players in and to and to hold up the ball and to be strong on it and to Absolutely. control a game from that position. And uh, he's been brilliant. And if there so. are if there are games this weekend, they play Villa. Like, like if that game happens, and we'll get to that. But what are your uh, thoughts? Well. If if John McGinn plays, then then maybe. But honestly, based on how good Chelsea were, it really doesn't fill me with confidence. Yeah. Not a lot, yeah. But let's let's move on. So let's talk about the other key performer, oh, which yeah. was of course Bruno Fernandez United. Who does he play for? Or Manchester United, <laughs> as, as they're also known as. But, oh, uh, Connie. Connie, just, let's, let's. Connie's just like jerking his pud oh, right here. Yeah, I've gonna, needed gonna, this, Brian. I'm it's been a, it's been a. Of course. On that note, I'm going to take a wee. I was going to say, shut up. I'm going to shut up, Connie. You know, I, it's it's a shame that we don't have Paul here, but. What an incredible performance, doing the double over City for the first time in 10 years. It's a long time. It is a long time, but you know what? You looked great. And I, I'm just from a purist perspective, the difference with Bruno in that midfield is astronomical. How does it feel as a United fan? I, oh, I love Bruno, but I want to be fair. I want to be fair here. Manchester United beats Manchester City 2-0, and I can't do what Brian does. If I'm going to be very accurate i do think united were the better team yeah but if you really want to if you want to boil this game down to two things or even one thing two goalkeeping errors massive he okay the free kick bruno genius oh he's he's a deft touch yeah good finish from marshall absolutely seven out of ten goalkeepers maybe eight or nine on any given day need to make that save for marshall absolutely so that's a goalkeeping error yeah, I still think United bossed the game. The uh, what I want actually before I get to that, I'll go to the final. I'll go to the nail in the coffin injury time. Ederson throws it out straight to McTominay. He blasts it in. It's a beautiful moment. Thirty-five a yards, massive beautiful. goalkeeping error, well taken. Two nil final result. Here was a takeaway for me. Since City have come to resurgence, call it the late two thousands. 
not even including the time that we beat them earlier this season. This is the first time in my life I've ever seen a Manchester United team outwork a Pep Manchester... Uh, not, uh, Yeah, a Pep Guardiola side in Manchester yeah. City. They bossed them. They, they bossed the midfield. They outworked them. I got the sense that City know the title is out of their hands and the focus is on Champions League and God knows it's going to happen there. But they didn't look as interested for me. This is a team that I have a lot of respect for as a club. I know there's a lot of stuff. But Why? But, but from a player, from, for, okay, from a strictly... That's just me being a prick. No, but no, but I know I understand what you're saying. But you like know. but but strictly from a football from perspective. From a purist perspective yeah. of the game, which from is a yeah. exactly. Like take the money and all the behind the scenes stuff, the players and the manager, I fear them, at times revere them. And again, I don't know if it's because the title's gone and they're like but it's a it's a derby. So while while you're on it's this a point, derby. Well, exactly. So while you're on this point, Connie, I would ask Pride, you man. further to that. Do you feel that now then that maybe this is a sign that the wheels are falling off, really, at Man City, because they've lost a couple I of players. I think that's a bit extreme, but I no, get no, what you're no, saying. No, but just, just a wheels hear falling off. Hear him out. Hear him out. Hear him out. But it wheels. We, we've said oh, there was two, two goalkeeping errors, right? So we take away the goalkeeping. Yeah, error. for sure. Now we look at the actual statistics: seventy-two point three percent to Man City shots on target. The things that actually matter: four against United, six actual shots, seven versus United, twelve. Now touches. Nine four eight to City, four eight eight to United, and I think this is why I'm saying the wheels are falling off because I think Man City this year, without certain players here and there with injuries, they are just not clinical enough. And people know what Pep are going to do. They know we have to weather the storm for X amount of time. Once we do, we will find holes in That's the, fair. It's fair. holes so, in their defense, yeah. holes in their midfield when they don't have uh, De Bruyne. And again, they're, they're just not taking their chances. Yeah. Raheem can't find the net. Uh, Aguero is a little bit all over. Jesus hasn't been up to scratch as much as he usually is. So, I don't think that's unfair, you know. As I think it's fair. So, so I think it's fair, and I just think the wheels coming off is a bit of a. a How can Raheem find thing. the net? So, so let me, when he's let me, still in Aaron Wan-Bissaka's let me, pocket. Let me. He's been there the whole week. Let me. Let, let me. Just Maybe make, I'll let him out this let week. Let me just make deep, my point. Deep within it, if you if you let me. Um, we try I, not to. Yeah, well, yeah, well try, you, you try. interrupt us when we're trying to say anything. So go yeah, ahead. Go no, it. I usually ask or talk. No, 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 no. All right, guys. Go ahead. So. Make and your that's point. Where you got him off. Great podcasting right now. <laughs> thanks for. Well, what are you trying for, to say? I'm attempting to try to say that I don't think the wheels are coming off is a great way to put it. I do think that we're at an end of a cycle, which we've talked about cycles yeah. before. And I think City, if you look at their players and you look at their manager, and if you look at what they've done in the last four or five years, again, negate the whole cheating bit because we all know what we think about that. As a club, with the manager that they've had and the players that they've had and the cycle that they're going through right now, they're struggling with. Uh, first of all, some 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 minor injuries, but some injuries, and then how do they maintain the level that they're at with the uh, with the players that they have, and then with the with the the, the transfer uh, kitty and the scenarios that they're in with financial fair play? All of those things we know are a situation for for Man City. So 
wheels coming off, I guess you could you could call it that. I think that's exactly what it is. Well, I, w- I wouldn't call it that. I would call it just sort of the nature of, 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 of the cycle of, of football. You could if also you call it the wheels going uh, off. You could. Off. You could. I just think it's dramatic. I just when you think about Man City, I don't think you it's think about right... winning titles, and you think I don't about think it's winning. A, I don't think it's the right way to describe it. I think it's a, it's true that what you're if you're describing it in the sense that, yes, they're not what they used to be, and that it's gonna, they're, the they're going to have to rebuild, I, have, I would agree with Brian, that. Brian, this is the biggest spending football team in Ever. history now. I know. Yeah. I get it. No, 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 no. But you can't. I, I don't think the argument of it's a cycle is good enough. You cannot spend the amount of money that they have spent. Zero excuses. Get, there is yeah. no excuses. You have a, and it's not like you they, have a manager. But they, but that's, they can't but, no, spend no, no. it anymore, though. But it, we're not on about going forward. We're on about what well, they aren't we? No, because that's what they need to do. But but it's not though. The, the, I'm saying the wheels have fallen off under the ownership of Pep Guardiola, and I don't think it's anything to do with cycles. Well, I don't. Anything, I don't think but... when the money that has been put into this club has been put in, you can't say, "Well, that's how managers are. They come and they go." Because that's not what I'm saying. Managers, you're talking about cycle. I am, but I'm not talking about like the, ma- the cycle of a manager. I'm talking about the cycle of a club. And then we've, you look at the players that they have. You look at Sergio Aguero, David Silva. Uh, there's there's a bunch of players who've been in that club for a long time, and there's a cycle that eventually they'll become players that won't be, uh, you know, your your first team choice. They haven't made good decisions on replacing those players, and so the cycle they're fucking up with the cycle of it. Yes, the financial part of it is a massive factor of it. I'm not saying that that, is, that isn't it, what you've. I agree with mostly what you've said. I just think that you have to take into account if we're going to avo- uh, remove, which was what, what I think one of one of you said or I said at the beginning of this conversation, remove the cheating scenario and the financial play, fair play scenario. As a club that needs to continue their progress, they're not doing that properly. They're fucking that up. And so that's all I'm saying. But just I to hope, jump that, on that, just to jump, and, sure, and, and go ahead, I'll, jump. I'll let Luke, because I think you, you did hit on something that I think is very poignant when it comes to Man City. They made some generational signings years ago with yep. Sergio Aguero, David Silva, and I, I think... So the two that I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but no, I'm, I'm kind of piggybacking a little bit. Right, like, right. I, and that's like, fair. And, and you say replacing, they added Kevin De Bruyne, who in, in my personal opinion, I think he's the best midfielder on the planet. And I think he was a Absolutely. huge miss on this sure, particular sure. day. Um, and and Gabriel Jesus to be to be fair as well. It's well, supposed well, he, to. He was su- there, but is he Sergio Aguero? Well, he's supposed to be, but 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 he's not. No, I agree. Yeah. But, I agree. but but the big thing for me on this day, and I think it's what most people pointed out, and we 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 could go on this. I'm gonna just read out the back four for City against United yeah. today: Cancelo, Fernandinho, and central defense. Otamendi, fucking nightmare the last year, yeah. and. Zinchenko, who is probably third choice. So they fa- yeah. they failed miserably in their defensive. Listen, uh, look at the midfield: Gundogan, Rodrigo, Silva, Foden, Aguero, and Sterling. That back four let them down significantly. Sh- yeah, well, shambles. No, but but having said that, you want to talk about poignant signing? Aaron Wambasaka, Harry Maguire were nine out of ten for me. You that you want to talk about building properly? And everyone says build from the back. And you even want to talk about, you talk about Bruno Fernandez making the right signings, bringing people into a team, and, and making sure you get it right. Aaron Wambasak and Harry Maguire were fantastic. Bruno Fernandez looks like he's having a laugh out there. He does. Man United are a different team. And you put that Man United team, who are at maybe the start of a resurgence, a small start, against that back four. And Luke, I'll bring it back to you. How much money has Pep Guardiola spent on central defenders in the last three, four years? Oh, Jesus. Uh, They're all injured. <laughs> and that's what I think the well, point you're trying to make. On There's no excuse. 
excuse anymore. But this is what I mean. So, okay, let, let's go back to the actual metaphor that I'm describing, right? Wheels falling off. There's four wheels on a car. If one wheel falls off, the car <laughs> can still go forward, right? It can sure. still move. Now, in this game, you had what we were saying was one of the world's best goalkeepers fuck up massively twice. We had a back four. Arguably, could, you could say the reason they lost no, no, is because no, no, of him. Uh, I would agree with that. No, absolutely. Now, we go to do our defenders. Of the four starting defenders on a team that spent over a billion pounds since Pep has been in charge their best defender was a midfielder then we go to their midfield we have Godongan who who is aging we have Rodrigo who's Godongan. not good enough good to win uh, yeah. it's all with the yeah. up in the air right now. Rodrigo and then we've got Silva uh, Bernardo Silva who was just not good enough and then we go to our forwards in Raheem Sterling who can't hit the net Aguero. He's that, lost the plot, hasn't he? Oh, he, I don't know what's happening with Raheem. Yeah. And, and, he, and, and for England. Exactly. <laughs> and then Phil earlier. Foden. Again, at least getting... getting and, and actually playing pretty well. Uh, Foden was probably... He's so, the best player. So now we've like said goalkeeper, defense, midfield, forward. No, no, we've not found a positive in in all. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with any of that. What it, a gun. Okay, okay. You so, know what's interesting? We're talking. We, we tried to talk about United, I, I, but it's certain city. But on, I, I, I prefer it though. <laughs> Luke, Luke just won so, with so, the metaphor. So weird. No, no, Brian. This is going back to <laughs> no, you. No, no. Hang on, hang on. Where do they go from here? Okay, where do they go from here? I think that they, I think that's a struggle for them. It's going to be a struggle. It depends on their on their ban, obviously. And that's whether, what I mean. Whether yeah. their ban holds up, which it should, but. But it might not. We don't know. If it does, it would be great because it means they're fucking in shambles and they deserve to be. Absolutely. And I, I hope that happens. I don't, I don't generally hope for negativity for things. But, but they've been cheating. When they've been cheating, they, they deserve for that. De- uh, sorry, deserve for that. Deserve that. Um, I, what I would like to see um, is, is, is that to come fruition, to come to fruition. So teams are no longer able to cheat and get away with it. And I think that that would change the, the landscape of how – how transfers are done again. I think you a know? bit of integrity back in. Yeah, like yeah. let's 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 remove the two hundred million Neymar fucking ridiculous yeah. transfer and let's get back to like is the player good enough? Mm-hmm. Do they fit the, the 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 model that you need for the club that you are in which you guys did really well, which is Spurs fucking shit the bed on with Bruno Fernandez because he is the like reason the way he looks Oh God, it's killing me. The reason you guys are where you not, are not killing me. Of course not. The reason you are where you are is because of him and because of what he's able to do. Not in the just him, but he. How good of a player he is has he? Has made everybody around him way better. Correct. But Fred's also had a master class because of Bruno Fernandez. He's co- right? No, Fred's coming to fruition as well because to, of Bruno. To Fernandes. say it properly, not because of. I he, think he was starting before Bruno. Correct. I think Bruno is definitely he Bruno's definitely helping, but he looked. He good. improved. I wouldn't say he looked really good. He looked very he looked good better, against City. He looked better than he used to, and then he's now he's playing. A, now he's playing in a midfield. He's with been a, on a tear. The last he's now month playing or so. in a midfield with a player yeah. who fucking knows what oh, to yeah. do so, all okay, the time. So, he, quick question. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, Bruno quick Fernandes. Question. So the uh, the massive big money lawyers at Man City managed to get this transfer ban overturned. They get nothing. They get maybe a slap on the wrist. Yeah, yeah. Fine. End of the season. They've got no problems going forward next year. Do they keep Pep Guardiola? No. I think so. No, I think they do. I don't think they do. I, I think, think Pep, I think Pep, Pep doesn't do that. Pep. I think he's got car blow. Okay, okay, with an asterisk. I think from how a, much money do they give him? I think from a Pep perspective, he leaves. You know what? With with the potential but he's already ban, said that he'll stay regardless he says, of what people say things. Yeah, well, I, I I think he will, but I think they want results, and I don't think they're getting him. And they're not the type of people they're gonna look at. Is oh, let's grow. They're the gonna academy. look at it and go. No. Time is time's up. We've already said like time is yeah. up. Their academy, they're under twenty three from four years ago of a. 
52 man squad, not a single player is still in that team. Yeah. yeah. So so I think that's it. Let's so move on. Yeah. Let's well, move before on. we move on, what did you guys think of Man United? <laughs> Very quickly, very quickly. One, one comment from each. Do you know? Do you know what? I've I've always struggled. I, uh, Villa and United have never ha- have, uh, over the years have not had great times. We had Marqueda years ago fucked us. We've had a couple of games where we've desired deserved points. We haven't picked them up, and I've, it's really bitten me. And I, and the whole the nineties the two thousands era of of the United dominance. I think we were all agreed. Every every other team was just like fuck United. Fuck off. Yeah. I've had enough of this, and that's fair. But do you know what? I really like. The look of the current United team, I I really do like that people have given Ali the chance. I think that he brings a purity to the to the game that we don't see much anymore. He can cl- he clearly loves it. And what I'm starting to see from the United team is their players and everyone on that pitch. And the ones that you're talking about are the players that are playing for Ollie. Mm-hmm. You know, the Scott McTominays, the stuff like that. Well, no, because, you know, the Paul Pogmas, he's got no interest. Pogma will be gone this summer. Oh, I have no God. doubt. And, and do you know what? The Get fact that he's still limping or whatever, people have, you know, uh, look at uh, Gomez at, uh, at Everton, Everton. Back from a broken leg in four months. Yeah. Now, maybe the break wasn't as bad, but, you know, it, it shows a passion and it shows a respect for an all-time great that was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I don't. I so I want to. I want to. I want to agree with everything you've just said, except that it's for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Now I think United look amazing right now, and I'm jealous as fuck. That How do you they, not give him credit for that? Well, I'll, I'm. I'm going to make my oh. point if you shut the fuck oh, I up. I want to hear it. So I think that you're looking at a, a at a club who have been desperate for a creative midfielder who would completely change the way United play. And that Bruno Fernandez has come in, and he's been the player who's done. You just that. said if John McGinn came back this weekend for Villa, it wouldn't make that much of a difference because he's one man. Yeah, but it's it's the contradicting yourself. Maybe, but it's the difference. Oh, between, maybe definitely. It's the difference between a player of a certain level. You just think he's a, you think Fernandez has that level of class? How about you let me finish my fucking point? Well, I'll make it. So Bruno Fernandez, when he was at his last club, scored ridiculous goals yeah. assisted ridiculous fucking goals all he did was perform yeah. he's come into a league where everybody's like maybe 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 and he's ridiculously performed he is a player that you can absolutely based on the fucking data based on what we're looking at going holy shit United are a completely different team John McGinn arguably sure, sure you could like you could put a little bit of that data in there and be like yeah alright like he changes he is not a fucking Bruno Fernandez do not put them in the same category and tell me I'm a fucking idiot for thinking that Bruno does look you're class. a numb nuts if you think that so John no, McGinn's no, a very no, good player the point man. I was making was how you said that one player can't make a difference now if you if Fernandez is player. If Bruno is as good as you're saying he is, and that's so, why didn't City go for him? Who are desperately in need of because a player because like that because as well? they they they're not capable of making that decision. I don't know why. I'm not I'm not in behind their. So, but I don't know why they didn't. The credit has to go towards. So Ollie. from what I understand, Bruno so, had his heart. You know okay. the whole Ronaldo so, Portuguese thing. I think so, he had his heart set on United. Also, Ali doesn't make the transfer decisions in that club. Yeah. So giving him credit is is misguided. Apparently, he has a say in it, but who knows, right? Well. Yeah. yeah. So arguably, it's mostly what's his nuts, uh, Ed Woodward. Thank you, Ed Woodward, who makes the decision. So giving Ollie credit for it is misguided. Having said that, Ollie's done a very good job with the club. I'm not discounting that. I'm not saying he's done a shitty job. I think that Bruno Fernandez is the thing that it's what it's what Liverpool did with with uh, with with the the transfer that they made when they needed to make buying the right goalkeeper yeah. and buying the right defender at the right time. 
That's what you guys have they done. They have been crying it's out for that timing. midfielder. Yeah. It's timing. It's what you absolutely need. So Paul Pogba was supposed to be that, yeah. wasn't that. Can't but be that guy. It was close to that. And then you bring in Bruno Fernandez, and you're like, yes. So you've been, you've been impressed with him? It, oh, dude. Just tell me some more. I'm blowing my load. Think, I'm like, tell me I'm more. disappointed that Spurs no didn't play player him. has been involved in more goal-scoring opportunities or goal-assisting opportunities He's been brilliant. since he joined than Bruno Fernandes. Seriously. Yeah. He, in the league. His fantasy numbers are through the roof. He's like ridiculous. He, he is, and, he, and he is. He's Do I get the wild center. card going? Do I get him in? I, I oh I, I threw him straight into my fuck. Yeah, he's been brilliant. Uh, on that note, yeah, let's wrap it let's, up. We're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come back with a little bit more depressing conversation. Cheers. Yeah, yeah stick around. <laughs> I don't have a hundred bucks. I just, I just Once asked. we recovered. Welcome back to the North End Podcast. All right, folks, we are going to get into the reality of, of life at the moment. Currently, the coronavirus has been uh, affecting most sports leagues. Uh, here in North America, the NBA has been canceled. The MLS has been canceled. The NHL has been canceled. Postponed. Uh, postponed. Uh, postponed. I, I, sorry, I, I suppose that's probably a better way to put it. Thank you. Um, uh, we're looking in Europe. Uh, I believe that most games in Italy have been uh, postponed or canceled. The season has been postponed for at least uh, a month. Yeah. yeah. So there's so so there's sort of a there's sort of a number on it that's been put to determine you know how long this is going to last and, and and what what it is we're looking at. It's a difficult situation. Um, how how are the leagues going to deal with it? How are the clubs going to deal with it? Does it um, you know, is the league over to Liverpool not win, <laughs> which kind of most of us are like excited about in some capacity. Let's be honest. Um, like what, what, what is going to happen with the Premier League? Uh, Arteta, uh, today, today in the last so uh, a couple of hours has, yeah. has been, um, uh, diagnosed with, with the coronavirus, which is wild, which is nuts. And, and, and so the, the Premier League, the Premier League have, uh, called a meeting, like an emergency meeting for tomorrow morning, which, uh, our time is probably happening in the next two What's, or three hours. A four and, hour time difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four hour right now because of the time change. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they will be dealing with this and this will be scenario where, um, we will likely know tomorrow morning. Um, our time, whether or not the Premier League is still going to happen. So, the so way what, what it's do we? What do we? Let's let's start on that. What do we currently think on that? Do we think that you know at, at the moment we know that it is behind closed doors at least this week. Certainly, yep. Um, do we feel that there is going to be come tomorrow press conference? It's done. Uh, so I do. Um, I, I I think if you base it on sort of the reaction to every other sports league, that that would be the most likely scenario. Um, but when you like, I think uh, Connie mentioned, or maybe. You mentioned Luke as well, uh, the financial aspect of it's it, and huge, I think Brian. the Premier the Premier League are going to be thinking of that. Yeah, but there will be a scenario where they have to look at it in what it looks like from a what they should do from a some moral perspective is they should they should end the league. But isn't that isn't that kind of where we're at right now? Like we we could all sit here and agree, and if anybody disagreed, yeah, I mean you're probably a sociopath. This is it's a global pandemic. This is a terrible situation. We it all is. we all understand that. It's scary. Um, you know, we're we're trying not to everyone's trying to stay calm, but it is a very scary situation. But one of the major impacts globally is an economic impact. And it's probably the the most. Like I mean physically Other than the health. Well the health thing is massive, but the health thing is 
um, likely going to have less effect on how we live our lives. You're probably correct. Than the actual but, d- sickness itself. And this is Not my to point. say that it discounts that. Exactly. No, and I think we're all on the same page. I think, for me, you look at arguably the biggest sporting league in the world with global TV revenue, for Absolutely. me, is the, in the Premier in, League. In the billions. Yeah. Correct. So... So the, that's this, the reason why they're the last. But this is where it gets interesting. Probably, for me. this is where it gets interesting, and this is my kind of. It's not even a take; it's a thought, because there, there's going to be the powers that be, you know, from health administration, government, and say, "Listen, this isn't happening." And I'm not even talking about fans in the seats, because that's ownership revenue, which is a different conversation. Where I imagine they're going to say postpone because we're losing money. Here's the thing: I, there's contracts in place here. And I think the league will say, behind closed doors, players only, everyone's healthy and tested. I have a weird feeling the Premier League will be the league that's what? the last well, one standing. And they will well, be they playing already, games this weekend. They already are the last one But standing. I think they'll be playing, ga- other than Arsenal because of Arteta. I don't think so. I think there's going to be games this weekend. I don't think so. I, I think, think there might be as well. I, th- I don't know why, but I, I'm and I'm, yeah. and, and I'm I think probably soon, in the minority. We, you, Luke, you and I are probably in the heavy minority. I think as soon as you have a, a manager, yeah, uh, who's a manager of a of a large club with a large amount of players, with a large amount of employees and, and people who are involved in that club, test positive for this virus you, 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 it's inevitable. Well, like, let me you, ask you a question. Like, then. Like, why hasn't it been done now? Money. Argument. Thank you for sure, but that, but, but at some point that money is gonna be, it's gonna be a thing where like, hey guys, you've gone too far, here. and it's not just them. So Chelsea apparently today, yeah, uh, put four or five of their main players into Le- a, Leicester as well. They, three they, of them, they, they took them out of training. Leicester took three, quarantined them, yeah, yep. based on um, what they're calling Corona based symptoms, um, symptoms. reasonable reasons, yeah, and not I like from that. them from other staff. Oh, they should, they have to do it. Yeah, everyone from has like, to do it. It could be cleaning staff, it could be ground staff, but. People that they were in contact with. Yep. So if you got your manager of a club, though, if you look at Miguel, it's right oh, absolutely. Miguel. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Here's my question: Arsenal for, can't play this weekend. If no, Arsenal can't no, play no, this no, weekend, no. I and mean, Arsenal shouldn't be playing. But here's my question for you: Who did not, they not, not about if games are going to happen this weekend. Does the season get postponed in the Premier League? It should. Well, well, well does it get postponed or does it get? Written off, and and this now this is the bigger question. So yeah, Brian, yeah. why don't you? Ta- you we were talking about the Bundesliga that we they were. pitched something. So Brian, why don't you just give, uh, I suppose, the audience an idea, a bit of context on that? Yeah. So the Bundesliga and what they've decided to do, and I think is actually likely appropriate. So the DFL and the DFB, which are both of the uh, the um, yeah the um the the Bundesliga, uh, you know the the league below, and then the Bundesliga, the Bundesliga as we know it are considering ending the Bundesliga season after this weekend, according to the Express. Now, no trophy would be awarded and no relegation would take place. Wow. Instead, the Bundesliga would be expanded to 22 teams. So the teams that come up uh, for 2021 with the top four teams from the second tier. So you'd basically be going, instead of what you'd expect to happen from a relegation scenario, you would take the teams that were going to come up, you'd make the league bigger, and then the teams that would finish where they would finish would finish where they would finish. I think it's a, arguably, like, from looking at things, the best scenario or the best case scenario if you're if you're going to cancel a league. But at the same time, if you look at, I'm sure Liverpool fans are losing the shit right that's now. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, oh, so the league doesn't exist. Well, it doesn't because, like, they didn't win the league. 
on number by, by the numbers. The num- see, now the the only argument against that would be based on the sheer dominance of Liverpool in the league but right now. Dominance is one thing; numbers are another. Why am I the only one smiling? <laughs> you're not. It's yeah, I'm smiling too. There's the a smile bunch of hey. Is, you no, know what the they say, guys? On. Whenever you're in a really negative situation. Sometimes you got to look for the positive. So, so if this was going to be a scenario where this yeah, would happen, find in, those positive nuggets. If this was going to happen in England, you would, you would, arguably, you would say the results from last season stand. So the player, the teams that finished the way they finished last season, I think. I don't know if, if I'm mistaken. Please forgive me if I am. But the 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 play the positions that they finished last season would stand because there's no finish to this season, and that the the finish to the the season currently in the play the teams that or below that would somehow get promoted. I don't know. It's a, it's Listen, a, as a, as it's a, a fan of a team scenario. that sat quite comfortably I mean, in the you, might, you wouldn't get relegated. I'd be fucking over the moon with this. As a, as a I, team who's been absolute shit and wouldn't get in the Champions League I this season, I would be as well. But what do we think is actually going to happen? I, think, I don't really fucking know. I think realistically... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I think what will happen is... I think it depends on... Obviously, it all depends on how this... Epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call but it. Hold on a, a second, Luke, before you go, because I think you're going to make that. a great point here. Love a good pan. And you should also consider this is the same year of a major tournament with the Euros. Very good Maybe point. if, and I'm just throwing out there, and I literally am thinking about this on the spot, if the Euros get canceled and things calm down, is there a possibility, and I'm not sure what narrative you were going or what idea, is there a possibility of finishing that season At the end of the year. in the summer? Yeah. Maybe preseasons get cut very short because you get a bit of a break now. I, I'm, just, I'm just literally... It's all speculative. Exactly. I'm literally spit, but you know what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah for sure. For like, sure. What do you think about that? I think... Uh, I'll, Who knows, right? If you, if you don't mind, I'll chime in. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the Euros will happen. I think that's going to be canceled because I think the Euros is different than a single league. The league itself is containable they, to an when, extent. When would they start the Euro? Is it May? Uh, in the May, June? No, 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 June. June. No, June. Like June, June, June 10th, June. usually. Yeah. So I don't think the Euros were, are going to yes, happen yeah, at this point. I think if you include Italy in those Euros, which it's supposed to be, because there's games played there, and Italy's a the fucking Italian shambles. The Italian team, and you have Italian fans traveling. Yeah, it's a shambles. The like, whole thing is a nightmare. If you're looking at where, what Germany, Germany's also shambles. Germany's is bonkers. It's like things are not contained. Think you got people traveling got from Germany, other countries. It's an bonkers. Epicenter. You got Italy bonkers. Like the Euros in itself as an idea is like, eh, I'm no. shocked if it doesn't not get gonna happen. But they're already talking about postponing till next for a year. year. I've yeah, heard that's yeah. already been yeah, been which about. is l- the likelihood of the of the it's, situation. It's weird, but yeah, I would say Probably. that. I would say that. Definitely Actually, think happens. that's the right thing to do. No, I, I think from my perspective, I think everybody would agree with that. Strictly from the fact that it's an internet. Well, I mean, listen, it's Euros, but people travel from everywhere. Exactly, and you're literally putting hundreds of thousands, if not millions, risk. of people. Exactly, the risk, risk level is through it's the not worth roof. It. It's not worth it. Exactly, but I want to go back to this: the idea of playing games behind closed doors. The question I have for both of you: nobody wants to do it. Revenue. Owners of the league have a large say in, in what happens in this league. There's meetings, there's board, there's votes. These are these are billionaires. This is a massive investment. So you can play games behind closed doors. They did it today in the UEFA League. They, yeah, they did. They yeah. did it. So league I, league. I watched the game. That is a safe and healthy option if people are tested and safe. But the revenue factor. 
Will the, the owners allow this? And but will then this the, happen? The main revenue actually is is going back to the point you made. I don't think they have a choice. It's, it's their TV revenue. It's actually the ground revenue is, especially with teams like the likes of Burnley and stuff, it's actually very small. Now, of course, you've got the bigger teams like Arsenal that obviously have a huge, huge stadium. They're United dependent on stuff, it. And, and a lot of them. But I think the TV revenue is, is definitely is the big factor here because there is, you know, if if they do go ahead behind closed doors, if I sit down on Saturday morning and I turn on DAZN, am I able to watch the games? Because, you know, what they're saying is if you're not allowing fans in, then the same surely must be no. put out to TV crews. No, there's no chance. I, I think I would go the opposite. If there's no fans, there has to be. Cause it is, is but it, that's not has, what they're has, saying. Has they're the already game, saying now that has the game even happened. Like you know, oh, they they won two one. There's no chance they take away the television aspect of the game because those fans that are actually, if anything, the television rights. These are the people who will win. I think from an economic standpoint, I think that's misguided, though. it's not. Well, listen, we're all talking hypotheticals, but if they continue between clo- if they continue to do games behind closed doors. The BT Sports, the Sky Sports, the NBCs in the United States, the DAZNs, they win the most. Yeah. For sure. But can I, can I just point something Economically. out here? Economically. Can I point something out here that I think is like blatantly obvious and that we should consider what the reality is? We've looked at, especially in North America, every major sports uh, league has canceled their season. Well, they've been postponed, Brian. Well, okay. So postponed, canceled. You know, uh, The term they're using is postponed. Some of them canceled, some of them postponed. I don't know the details of that specifically, but either way, if it's just postponed, the fact that the Premier League is holding on to that suggests to me that they're 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 desperate to maintain the that that league is going to continue. But the reality is it is it isn't money, it, pal. There's a reason they're the last one standing. It isn't because the amount of money I know, involved I get, in that league. Tony, I yeah. get all that. It just isn't going to continue. Like there's no, no, money. You don't think it's going to continue. It, it isn't. That's your thought, right? As the of right N- now, it has the not. The NBA. It's Thursday night, and in in the UK, it's close to Friday morning. And, and I know they have a meeting is, tomorrow it morning. Friday. It's technically Friday morning. The, yeah, the yeah. NBA. And they have yet to the postpone NHL. it. And they have yet to postpone it or cancel it. What does that tell you? I tell you that. that what does it tell you? They're misguided and that it will be. And done that that's this fair. Morning. But what does it tell you from an economic standpoint? I tell you, there's that a large desperate. number of people pushing, saying. Hey, these games are fucking happening. It will be done tomorrow morning. I'll guarantee when you wake up, you'll be like, it's I would it's say there's a... I'll put money on it. I will. Well, you said that earlier, and then know, you said but, you won't. But I don't, I don't have any, so... <laughs> well, that's a personal level of me and Brian are on our ass. Event Worlds, if anyone is yeah. hiring... It's more, it's, more of a, it's more of a, like, a... You can like, get me and Brian on our new Cam Girl channel. It's, <laughs> uh, it's more of, it's more of a, news. it's more of a, like... I got a, a preview earlier, let me tell you. Uh, uh, no, honestly, honestly, though, like... If you if you can't see the progression of what we've seen when it comes to the professional sports doing what they've needed to do to manage the situation and not expect the Premier League to cancel what's going on in their league, you're a fucking idiot. The 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 Serie A is done. Yeah. This the the La Liga is done. MLS is done. Uh, fucking uh, NBA is done. NHL is done. The, there's one. They're the league, last one left. One league, yeah. They're not gonna. They're not gonna hold on, dude. I'd, Sorry, I'd be, they're I'd, just not. From an optics. Like, 
standpoint, you have to be a fucking idiot. Yeah, to think from an that's optics from an optics standpoint, I do think. Or they're fucking idiots for not doing it. You know, I, I'm kind of teetering. Money talks, Brian. I, I was gonna say my, the the economic side tells me that there will be games this weekend. I do think there's probably going to be a massive power struggle between the powers of B and say, listen, there's going to be a group saying we can't afford to not have, a, have these games. I have a question for you, Connie. And I just don't know the financial impact that it has I have a on the teams. Like, like what? Have, how many teams? If this, I know, I know, season it. gets postponed, like they're literally the the, the t- bottom feeders of the league financially. Literally, might not like be able to is, survive. It, well, this is my point. Is anyone going to go in a fucking receivership? Like are any of these teams like they're so you get into the Premier League you spend yeah you you're do. dependent on this I, money are any of these teams going to go bankrupt I think yes no I I, I don't no. well unless, I don't know unless, the answer no. well I say yes immediately like the that. only team in that le- would in le- and let me let me say this quickly okay. and then say what you're saying <laughs> Jesus no no yeah yeah no Jesus I'm just saying unless unless uh, the country the countries involved with the organization of these sports depending on the country that it's in give them relief we're talking about the Premier League the re- I know but the, but the relief needs to be given to these these companies and these leagues within no the one, country that no they're in no one's given the Premier League relief Brian they have to be given they're it. not well, they will. they're a billionaire organization they will have to be given they're it. a billion dollar organization they they're the be biggest given, sporting league on the planet they will be given relief no they I won't I guarantee it no, they won't. Hundred percent. They'll the have go- to be by the government. By somebody. Zero Something. chance. There's it's no, last on their list. It's got to be last on the list. The current, literally the man and the woman who are fucking feeding their family on two no thousand a month. Yes, and you got footballers sat on it. It's last. It's grand, so so it is last on the list. I know. I appreciate it. But the football union and the football players association can can try and take them to court. But there is a point where they go. You know what, guys? The whole of the fucking UK, the whole of the Europe, yeah. the whole of the world is on its ass. Yeah. I'm sorry, but your forty thousand mispayment a week for for six weeks, I'm sorry, it just it's not a priority. I know, I know that that's like what should happen. It's the oh, bo- I, it's the bottom I, of the priority I, I, list. And I, I agree what with you. What is likely going to happen? I, I don't, that's what we don't know. That's what we don't know. Well, and that's my point. Well, it's yeah. it, it's interesting. And just to, to wrap up a little bit, I'd say that there is still a big point to what Connie is saying on the money factor. And I know you're saying, hey, you know, you'd be dumb not to do this, but we've already seen dumb happening. With the F1 announcing during the week that the first event will still be taking place in Which Australia, it's been cancelled though. And after just got cancelled, like, like, like today. Oh, did it? Oh, did yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, it should have been. Yeah, no, it's cancelled. It okay. should have been. Yeah. No, it's cancelled. Like, and that's why I think. Six hours ago. And that's why I think Brian's argument is. I, I think it's plane, fair. So is like, so he, so he, like, like, here's the thing: if the Premier League do have games, and I, I don't know, it's behind closed doors. I, I don't know what the stigma is there. Will they be that? Le- like, are they like kind of bad for the brand? Yeah, that's what I mean. It, are they going to be judged and kind of? Yes. Is it going to be like you're a, a bunch of assholes? It's going to be like sort your look what out. we've all done. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, like. But like, could they make the argument that behind closed doors, everyone's safe? No, because you got fucking one of your biggest managers of your yeah, biggest clubs. Yeah, but that's a stretch. Sick. That's a stretch. How's that a stretch? It's evidence. What if they have a protocol that everyone has to be tested going into the building, Brian? And so how how set up that set up that Correct. fucking set up that infrastructure, fella? What do you mean? They have them at every stadium. No, they don't. And, well, no, no. Setting up that. This is what I'm saying. If the team has <laughs> to pay for it or the oh league pays God, for it, it's a hypothetical. Said in my life. What? How, uh, what if they get them tested the night before? What if they're all getting tested, tested today? Tested the night before. Do you know how accessible tests are? I don't. Do clearly, you? Clearly. Do you? Do you? I know that they're not easily accessible. You know what, man? What do you want to make a bet there are game? Put some cash on the table. I bet you there's games this weekend. There it is. No. There you let's go. Do, let's do it. Let's do it. 
put it. Listen, let's put no, no, money situation. I'm not going to bet on something. Like honestly, I'm not going to bet. You on feel s- so strongly about it. No, you know what? I'm not going to bet on. I'm not going to bet on lives. I think that betting on this is 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 cheap and bullshit. I'm not going to bet on it. I don't think it's. Useful. I see. I see where you're coming. From. I think it's. That's I think. It, I think it's shitty. I, I, I honestly, no, that's a fair response. I think the uh, the world of betting doesn't concern itself with life or death, my friend. You're well, not wrong. I, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying you know what. Fine, but that's but it. No, that's where I'm, I'm also I'm that. also welcome to my position and thinking no, like good. you're a shitty fucking human being if you want to bet on that. Hey, and go hey, ahead. Hey, I was ready you know? too. I was ready too. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the money on. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it's, we're terrible people. Hey, no, uh, listen, yeah. listen, welcome you know to the North End Podcast where uh, we've got a couple of listen, shitty fuckers who. Listen, <laughs> there's, there's been the bubonic plague. There's been a lot of things. SARS. Listen, these things happen. They're terrible. It's happening right now. It sucks. We do a football podcast, soccer, whatever. And it's got an impact. And should the right thing be for them probably to postpone the season? For sure it should. 100%. Absolutely. I don't think what any... is likely going to happen? That is uh, the bigger question. I, th- I, I think probably. I think I you're right. No. I, I, probably I think, postpone. I think this season will probably. I, I still do believe. <laughs> you guys are I'm definitely fighting with what well, I know be, is It's because of the true. economic oh, thing, sure. right? It's because of the money. But I think this yeah, weekend, this goes weekend, away quickly could be we'll... some billionaires chiming in and being like, if there's your no brand, chance. We are we are so heavily invested in this. It's not going to. And, if and, your and brand dies, is, if your brand dies because of people dying. And you're not willing to I fucking understand deal what with you're it. saying. I understand. You're that. done forever. Hey, let me ask you something. That's why the NBA canceled hey. their season. That's hey. why the MLS canceled their let season. Let me ask why you the something. NHL. They were like, you know what? You're not done. We have to. Not no, the they're mo- done. Not in the modern day. Let me ask you something. You didn't spin anything are, 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 these days. Are, are really billionaires the disagree. most? Are billionaires the most heartfelt people on the planet? No, of course not. We know that. That's so not, I think that's not beca- my point. You don't become a billionaire by being heartfelt. Exactly. Now, now the question is. No, no, I know your point. I know the point you're making. But money you're talks, right. man. What, you no, know that. We're saying this weekend, I do, I'm still on the fence, and I Same. really... On the fence of what? If games will take place behind closed doors. I no, st- they're already closed doors. Yeah. No, but you think, already you're, you're saying they're going to get canned, postponed. Yes, I will, I will get... Um, I will, you know what? I'm leaning to games getting played. I, am I will pretty much I, guarantee tomorrow morning that the Premier League won't happen this weekend. Well, you want to guarantee it. <laughs> I'm not willing to bet on it because that's well, disgusting. Well, we would never do that. That's we terrible. Not, let's not do... Luke and I would never do that. We'll no, just, you, you we'll just literally ta- just wanted to. We'll just no, take no, no, a we're favor. We're just kidding. <laughs> Sexual or non, it doesn't matter. I do it right now. I... No, you know what? You guys are horrible humans and I love you anyway. I just... You know what? Honestly... we drink on this party. I just think... I think, you know, this is a terrible situation, but I want to believe that it's going to be okay. I think it'll work. It's a terrible situation. It is. It's still going to get worse, but I want to believe... It's going to get okay tomorrow for football. No, I know, but I want to believe that this will take a positive turn in the next week or two. I I just don't want to get in... Because I just don't want to get into that negative If Gary Lineker can shit himself in an England game, then why can't... No, exactly. Wow, listen. Grab Gaza's balls. You know what I mean? This could go on forever because this is the scenario we're in. So we're going to end this podcast. Let's end it. That's, yeah. It's a good time to end it, I think. And hopefully, hopefully... Brian probably disagrees. I hope there's some games this weekend. I do honestly. No, I hope there's games. I just don't think there will be. I hey, think, let me before we. I think uh, it's realistic. Uh, to, if there are games, what's your prediction for the Spurs United game? United like two nil. And does Bruno score twice? Oh yeah, he doesn't get two. No, he doesn't get two. <laughs> I'm just, no. I'm just giving. Him I think up. he gets. I'm giving him. him a Woody over there. I think he gets an assist. Maybe. I think he gets an assist for sure. But but again, thank you for listening to the North End Podcast. We hope that we were able to give you. Some good insight and some fun. A bit the, of relief in this. Yeah, con- it's, it's this just like enjoying football yeah, I'm again. I'm sure they're all full of relief. Just right enjoy now. football again, and you know, and then if you listen to this far, then you're miserable like me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. So. <laughs>
Hey, Luke and I are positive about the situation. So, we feel so, good. So, uh, good. so we'll we'll see you again in about eighteen months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm thinking next week. Bye. 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 Bye.